Welcome all to episode one of the Barely Mediocre podcast. I'm here with my co-host Dylan. Hello, everybody. Hello, Dylan. Um, and I'm Eleanor. Yay, me. Sounds so <laughs> enthused. Um, I am enthused um, because today we're going to be talking about... Beginnings. Dun, dun, Very dun. broadly. Actually, that's not really a sinister thing, but is like... <laughs> maybe. Also, uh, just before we start, about chronology, is this the first episode or the second episode? It's, last it's the first episode because I made the... Um, whatever we did last time, I made it into a trailer. Oh, okay. So this is so the that's first episode. That's yeah. like episode zero. It's yeah. the pilot. Yeah, yeah. It's our pilot episode. Okay. Very nice. All right. So... Dylan, kickstart us off. Kick us off. So the topic of beginnings we were given to research, I thought like the classic question, how did people figure out what was safe to eat? Did they just, once again, were you allowed to swear? Yeah. Did they just (laughs) fucking walk around the forest like eating shit off of trees and grubs? I reckon they're probably like, you know, like if it was me, (laughs) (laughs) if I was... Way back when, I would just sort of like nibble on stuff and be like, <laughs> yum, tastes good. And then if it didn't taste good, I would probably spit it out. So, therefore, um, cauliflower would never actually be edible because fuck cauliflower. Cauliflower is great. I don't no, it's not. It's it gross. It's like flavorless and it's sort of like, I don't even know. I just... I can't define what cauliflower is, and it makes me scared. Well, I think we'll just have to agree to disagree on the cauliflower. Okay, question. Yeah, okay audience, um, send it in. What do you think about cauliflower? <laughs> Whoever, uh, we'll see whichever gets the most votes. Yeah. The other person will have to do something embarrassing, probably. So, that's, so you think people just go around and just eat shit off the trees? Yeah, I reckon they, like, nibbled, nibbled on some stuff, and, like, if they thought it was tasty, they would just what be like, yep, this is good. What about the poisonous stuff? Um, like when people just see <laughs> their friends die after they ate some berries and be like, "Oh well, too bad. I'm gonna go eat the next tree over." Maybe it see was like a th- maybe is. it was a thing of like um maybe that have like I don't know some little animals or something that just force feed the animals <laughs> and they're like, "Well, they didn't die. So it's probably <laughs> fine." <laughs> that is certainly an opinion. Yeah. Well, also, I don't know. Like what? Actually, I do know this. Oh, you do know this. I have been reading some books and um, I don't know if any of... I know. Um, but um, there's this series by Jean... What's her name? Like Wilder? Jean Aeol. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Okay. Well but yeah. Um, audience, I mean if you know how to pronounce <laughs> Jean Aeol's last name, <laughs> send it in. Um, but yeah, she wrote like some books um, on sort of the first humans and... Um, she talks about how they uh, would like go around taste testing stuff, passing, uh, seeing if it like actually tastes good. If it doesn't, it would be a bit iffy. <laughs> um, but yeah, seeing if it like makes them sick and all that sort of thing. Okay. Um, but uh, I think like the very first humans um, before like. What are, what are we called as humans? Homo sapiens. Yeah, homo, what's the one before homo sapiens? I'm not sure there was one directly before. There were like others around and we killed them off. Yeah, they, um, I don't know if this is true, but she just wrote it in her books that um, the species before homo sapiens like had um, these stored memories and like 
So new generations of their children would just have to sort of remember stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, it was all like in their heads. They just had to recall it. So it's like how a spider, I think it's like 20 minutes after it's born or something, or like immediately after it's born, it knows how to spin a web. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's like, I think it's, it's either horses. No, it's giraffes, I think. Like basically like an hour out of the womb, they're running around. Yeah. Oh, horses Horses do that. Horses do a similar yeah. thing, I think. They, like, sort of try and get up and stuff. I think it's just, like, instinct. And then we got useless human babies who just sit Seems around. like, cry. For, like, for <laughs> cry like what? Poo. Like, three years, basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're true. just drains on society. I didn't walk till I was, like, um, I think two or three. Wow. I, mean, <laughs> I just sort of sat in there. In a just society, <laughs> Eleanor, you would have just been done away yeah. with. Yeah. Like as a child. If I was like born to the Spartans or whatever, they would just kick <laughs> me off the edge of the yeah, cliff. Yeah, you, you would have been gone. But yeah, um, I what's f- up? I feel like we may be getting off the topic yeah, of beginnings. Yeah, this is true. Okay, it's it's interesting <laughs> stuff. But yeah, I was t- going back to food. I was thinking of alcohol specifically because I know we invented that. Um, we've had agriculture for like ten thousand years or something, mm. maybe eight thousand. I don't know. But the point is, we invented alcohol like a thousand years after we invented agriculture. So it was one of the first inventions, basically. People were just absolutely frothing for that grog. <laughs> but then I, I looked up, you know, what's the first alcohol? And apparently um, apes and probably also humans discovered it when it was just present in, like, rotting fruit. Yeah, sitting as on if the ground. you just numb on yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, humans were really that desperate. They just picked up rotting fruit and were like, mmm, mm, yummy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should I? <laughs> Ooh. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> JK, just unless. Ca- oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but they probably just like chuck some fruit in a barrel or whatever. And like, if it did go bad, then they're like, well, it is midwinter and I can't get any more food, so I may as well eat this. You're like, hey, Jim, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm going to drink this barrel full of rotten fruit. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? <laughs> Delish. Yeah, that's probably how we discovered alcohol. And then it would be like, wow, this makes me feel tingly. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, John, when I drink this <laughs> barrel of rotten fruit, I go tingly and stumble around. <laughs> this means we should drink it more often. Yes, of course. I love the logic of early humans. Yeah, so it is pretty good. I think good. we've lost some of that today. Yeah, there's not enough trying out random <laughs> shit <laughs> nowadays. There's not enough eating rotten food yeah. anymore. Who knows? Maybe the, the next great drug will come out of that. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so, uh, on my personal list, um, there's more of a. S- I mean, there's there's room for discussion here, but it's mm-hmm. more story oriented. Um, have you heard the uh, the kind of famous story about how Hitler supposedly invented the sex doll? Um, I have not. <laughs> well, it's a great story. So the story goes that during World War Two, um, obviously Germany is occupying France. And all these German troops, especially in Paris, are getting syphilis because they keep sleeping with French prostitutes. Oh and it's, it's such a huge problem that this goes all the way up to Hitler himself. And mm. he orders someone to basically invent a sex doll so that his troops stop getting, like, chlamydia or syphilis or whatever. It's amazing. Unfortunately, it's not true. Like, it's what? Yeah, it's, I'm very disappointed, but it's not true. How how were they actually invented then? That's the thing. I was I was interested. I was like, well, if that's not true, how did it happen? So apparently, 
Um, sex dolls were invented like in a very rudimentary form by sailors, French and Spanish sailors, mm-hmm. because they would be Bloody stuck sailors. on these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the sailors are responsible for all of society's ills. <laughs> but they were stuck on these ships for months, sometimes years. And, you know, they had presumably all this sexual tension built up. Of course. And assuming that they didn't take the other option of relieving sexual tension on a boat full of men, mm-hmm. their only option was to basically, they made these, like, dolls out of, like, cloth. Uh. And... Well, I don't Yuck. think I need to elaborate. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty gross. Ugh. They called them, um, I think in French it was the Dame de Voyage, mm-hmm. and in Spanish it was the Dama de Viaje, which means Dame of the Voyage, oh basically. God. Yeah. Yikes. Ew. That's nasty as hell. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but then I found out apparently, later on after they were invented, the Dutch ended up selling some to the Japanese. Oh my yeah, God. I know. Some, apparently some <laughs> Japanese people saw these dolls and They're were like, like yep, yes, this, this is worth trading. I want that. <laughs> um, and apparently in Japan today, this is what the Wikipedia page tells me, sometimes uh, the Japanese still refer to sex dolls as Dutch wives. Oh, and um, I, I was telling this to someone else and they pointed out that um, disturbingly, this may be where body pillows came from. Oh, Anime body pillows no. have their origin here. I mean, no. that's probably not true, but I like to think it is. I'm going to have to put an explicit content warning on yeah, this Yeah, uh, by the way, I definitely should have said this earlier. Like, if you're like 12, I feel like under 12, you shouldn't watch this. Yeah, I mean, if probably once, not. Once you hit 12, you're fucked already. Like, Yeah, 12's not a good age to be. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about... um. Talk about something lighter. Yeah, start like kickstarting off your teen years. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I, not a great time. Yeah, if I'm being honest. Like I think in terms of beginning life stages, then like I don't know, teen years probably not the best. I mean, it's got a, it's it's very formative years, but that yeah. doesn't mean it's going to be like good. Yeah. I mean, some people probably have, surely. Someone had fun <laughs> at age 12. I mean, 12 was pretty fun. It was just also like a weird time to be living, you know? Yeah. Because like you're sort of starting high school at that time and high school's weird. I got bullied for my, um, I, I wore like leather school shoes to school on my first day. <laughs> Some dude like sat down next to me and he was like, <laughs> what are those? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> no, nah, he was like, um, no shoes. <laughs> like, Stuff you, man. Just trying to get up, get through my life. <laughs> Honestly, I was bullied a lot less in high school than in primary yeah. school, mainly because all the people who had bullied me went to a different school <laughs> afterwards. I was very lucky. I don't think I was ever like bullied. Except for your shoes. Except for my shoes. Well, I mean, that that's scarred a me, man. My parents would want me to like wear nice school shoes to mm. school, so I used to um, put like these like um, like volley. <laughs> I had volleys. My <laughs> 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 the other pair of shoes is volleys, and I'd sneak my volleys to school in like my backpack, and um, so I could Whoa. change on the bus. And I, th- I was like hella <laughs> sneaky about it. And so, so no one would like pick no on me for my leather school shoes. Oh, <laughs> so, this is the saddest thing I've ever it's heard. So sad. No, but um, don't knock people's shoes, man. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> lesson to the audience: 
audience, tell us what was your most scarring experience with bullying. Just open up in the comments yeah, section. Instagram, Twitter. I don't know if it can be possibly worse than being bullied about your shoes. Yeah, that, that's nothing's worse nothing's than that. Worse but I'm sure these that. people can like, <laughs> you know, we can help them, I'm sure. Yeah. I actually don't. That's a terrible idea. I'm not offering... No, I reckon I can help. You can? I'm incredibly empathetic. Well, that's on you. I'm not promising this. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I think the next stage of life is after like... Are we doing stages of life? Yeah, because I guess like... Okay, what do you think of when you think of beginnings? Because I think of like beginning new new things. I'm a... I'm a very historically minded person, so my mind goes to. That's why I had stuff like alcohol and <laughs> the beginning of the, the beginning sex of the sex doll. <laughs> I think it really does show. Like, I, I heard someone out. I won't name who it was for the audience, but you were talking to someone just a moment before we started. You said, "What do you think of when you think of beginnings?" And they were saying, "Oh, sunsets and." Yeah. blank page, and I was thinking, "Wow, my mind immediately went to alcohol and sex dolls." <laughs> um. Well, I want to know, because I'm not, like, 30 or 30 plus, you know, mm. but, like, marriage as a stage of as life. As that's interesting, yeah. Yeah. What, do you, what are your thoughts on marriage? Well, for example, that's an interesting question, because people often see marriage as sort of, like, you know, the start of a, a long relationship or something, but for those people who um, don't get married and yet you know, basically plan to live together for a long time is not as concrete, is it? Mm. Like, is it possible to say that marriage is the beginning of something when really if you're getting married, you probably should. Actually, I don't want to offer marriage advice. Do it. But <laughs> well, I'm just saying if you're getting married, you probably know that person and have been with them for a while. So is it possible to say this marriage point is where we're starting our new starting life, our new life yeah. when really you've been together for quite a while? This probably is true. Yeah, I probably don't made really a lot of commitments know, like, already. What, um, like in the, I would say like in the old days. <laughs> in ye oldie angle land. Because um, they would like I'm no court for a bit, and then like next step marriage. It's mm. probably different nowadays. And you couldn't like look at someone's ankles until yeah. you were married. Oh heavens! Oh heavens, Charlie! <laughs> I've revealed my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I don't know, like... A vile temptress hath revealed her ankles to me. <laughs> I don't think marriage is quite, like, a new stage of life. I mean, it, it's obviously an individual thing. It can yeah, be. Yeah, it could be. But especially for people who, you know, I know a fair few people who sort of, you know, want to be in long-term relationships but aren't particularly interested in marriage. It's It's sort of hard to say, isn't it? Where do you draw the line between, like, this is the start of the rest of our life together. You know, where does the line become? Yeah. Between like, oh, we're currently dating to we're in a strong commitment. Well, the good thing about marriage is that you get to have an epic party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's also a really expensive epic party. Like, you have to pay for it. True. But if you've got the cash money and you feel like it, then go for it, (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. But you should probably also have, like, you know, the commitment <laughs> and the, like, ready. But, I mean, should you, though? Maybe that's why so many celebrity marriages break down, because they've got the money to just have a sick party. Mm. It's just, maybe that, here's, here's my theory. So okay. many celebrity marriages break down because for a normal person to get married, you have to have a, most people have a, you know, expensive wedding. So you've yeah. got to save up a lot of money to do that. Mm. That creates commitment. 
Whereas a celebrity, they'd just be like, yeah, I can marry you, $50,000. Sure, go <laughs> for evs? it. What Whatevs, bro. Yeah, this is true. That's definitely not correct, but it's an interesting theory. Yeah. Um, I feel like we haven't said anything funny enough that's not a bit too deep in a while. Okay. Um, Comedy guys, press the press the. Oh wait, shoot! Yeah, Press quick, ready for this. This is um, Can we say it, say something the best funny. New feature. Um, What's uh, the deal with aeroplane food? Thank uh, <laughs> <laughs> good one. Yeah, that was pretty classic. Good. Um, what is the deal with aeroplane food? <laughs> <laughs> How do we tie this back into beginnings with aeroplane food? Um. Oh, uh, mum. When I was like to mum, I was like, uh, "What are some?" Like beginnings, yeah. She listed off like the um, sunrise on a dawn on a new day, mm, like um, fresh fresh flowers in the morning. I don't know <laughs> 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 that, that kind of thing. But she also said like um, journeys and stuff, like oh the yeah. first step on a new journey, and like airplanes and airplanes. Airplanes, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> yeah, that totally counts. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's not good, is it? <laughs> I saw somewhere that apparently it's um, like. Your taste buds um, are affected when you're that high altitude or something like that. So, really? yeah, so it does actually affect how it tastes. Personally, I believe that the airplane companies are cheap and they give you shitty food. Yeah. But that's more of a personal theory. Yeah, it's kind of like not worth it, I reckon. Well, it is if you're like starving hungry. You're starving, like a 24 but hour just flight. eat like a sandwich before you go. Yeah. What's the longest flight you've ever been on? I've been on a. I think it was like 14 hours. Really? Yeah, from um Sydney to Los Angeles. Um what's the longest I've been on? I think I've been on like a how how wha- however long it is to fly from Australia to England. It's probably That's that's probably a long flight. flight. Was <laughs> it, it a was it um I think it's like 23 or like 24 hours, yeah. Wait, no, no. That my flight to Los Angeles was definitely longer than 14 hours. Really? Oh, maybe I'm not Didn't sure. you have your birthday in the middle of a flight? I did. That was a... Like this totally ties into beginnings. Yeah. I was... um. It was actually funny because I kind of had it in the dateline, basically. Mm. Because I was in the US and I was leaving on the 22nd, I think. Yeah. Um, But basically, because when you come back towards Australia, you lose time because there's a... You cross the dateline. I basically lost my birthday in the crossover. <laughs> that sucks so much. Yeah. Did they bring you a cake or like a little cupcake? Or I don't something? think they knew it was my birthday. What I didn't the hell mention is it. If you were like, it's my birthday, please bring forth <laughs> the cake. <laughs> I, do they stock that sort of stuff on an aeroplane? I think they'd give you like a packet of Smarties or something. <laughs> as if you didn't. They give you another packet of shitty aeroplane food. <laughs> nah, but like, I don't think a packet of Smarties or like a little tin of, um, what are those little chippies? Like Pringles? Yeah, Pringles. <laughs> They're well-packed Pringles. Yeah. Um, Pringles always taste good mm. in whatever altitude you're in. Because it's just like salt and flavouring, yes, right? Yes, exactly. But yeah, fair <laughs> enough, honestly. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's about it for this I podcast. think this has been a good discussion. We've we've revealed a lot of important questions. Yeah, we really have. We um, want to... W- oh, do you want to do the... Ask the audience? Uh, what are we... What I'll, I'll, okay. I'll do it. <laughs> audience, we'd like to ask you to send us... Something we've got a lot. We've asked you to send us a lot of things, but this is the important one. Send us something you've started, something you begin. We want you all to begin something when you listen to this. It can be as small as 
beginning your <laughs> beginning your lunch. Maybe you made lunch. Yeah. Maybe you began um to tie your sh- shoelaces. I think like at last. <laughs> wait, like you never tied them before? There's some people who just don't tie their shoelaces. They just leave them untied. Yeah, because really? They it's like a statement. It's like <laughs> I don't care enough. The statement is that I'm going to fall on my fucking face. <laughs> Yeah, but it's also like it's risky. They're a risk taker. <laughs> Whoa, you risk taker! <laughs> it shows how brave they are. Shows what a rebel. How yeah. much they disdain the laws of society. Yeah, I think like um, in the tier of like attractiveness, like having untied shoelaces is like right up there. Right up there, did you say? Like, damn. I gotta they start just leaving don't my. Shit. I should start <laughs> leaving my shoelaces untied. I'm gonna get all yeah, the ladies. Yeah, get all the ladies. All um, right. So if you start. If you start tying your shoelaces, if you start leaving your shoelaces untied, maybe you start doing exercise. Mm-hmm. Maybe you start not doing exercise. <laughs> Who knows? Just quit your exercise. Exactly. Thing. That's technically a beginning. Yeah, this is true. Um, but yeah, like go for a walk or something. Do do something, you you you, you lazy bitch. <laughs> Just going to insult our audience no, again. Okay, I'm not going to say. No, I'm uh, so sorry, this guys. Is the end of audience insulting. Yeah. No more. No more. Love you so much. Yep. Send um, us if you do anything. If you make a beginning, send it to us on what are the handles? I don't actually know. Uh, them. So all our all of our social media. So uh, on Twitter at um, at what even is it? It's like I, I've never I haven't looked at it. I think it's at barely mediocre. Let's just hope. Maybe. Look, even if that's not it, send it to that anyway. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. And um, on Instagram, um, at the Barely Mediocre Podcast, or actually I think it's just at Barely Mediocre Podcast. I think it is podcast. Yeah. It's not the... They'll, they'll work it out. Barely They're Mediocre Podcast. These people are s- smart, probably. Yes, they are. You're They're listening to our podcast. Beautiful. They're clearly intellectuals. And wonderful, and we love you we so We love you much. guys. Okay, bye, Thanks everybody. for coming. Um, Bibbidi boo, bibbidi boo, bibbidi boo, 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 boo,